Joining me online is Abe Hamaday. He's a candidate for Arizona's 8th Congressional District, a decorated intelligence officer in the U.S. Army Reserve and former prosecutor as well. Abe, thanks so much for joining the show. Thank you for having me on, Ben. So why don't we start by talking about the situation on the border. Obviously, Greg Abbott in Texas is now taking measures to try to secure the border for his own state. Arizona is a state that everybody seems to be ignoring when it comes to the openness of the Arizona border. I recently visited down there. Maybe give us a status update on, on what's going on in Arizona, because there are large swaths of the border down there that are just completely unprotected and undefended. Well, that's exactly right, Ben. And unfortunately, we have a Democratic governor here in Arizona, so they're not taking this seriously. Uh, when you're looking at what Abbott's doing, I think it's a desperate uh, measure. And it's because the federal government has refused to do its job. So what do they want us to do? What do they want the states to do? Instead, you have the Supreme Court. And I think it was a really bad decision, especially with Roberts and Comey Barrett joining out with the liberal justices to try to hamstring what Abbott is doing, which is just trying to protect his citizens. But it's good to see Ron DeSantis and Oklahoma's governor, South Dakota's governor, join in with Texas. So I think you're going to start to see a lot more pushback with the states actually, you know, testing the bounds of the Constitution. Some of these measures have never been tested before. You know, Arizona has a long storied history with trying to enforce immigration laws, if you remember, about 14 years ago with SB 1070. You know, so we have to start looking at what the Fed, if the federal government refuses to act, what are the state's options? But here in Arizona, you know, we have so many people coming across, 300,000 people cross our southern border every single month, Ben. And since Biden took office, it's been 10 million people. That's inheriting a new state. Arizona's population is 7 million people. So imagining in three years, we just inherited a new state. It's unsustainable. But as an intelligence officer, I'm really concerned from the national security perspective because in my congressional district, we have the microchip manufacturer that we just moved from Taiwan, the semiconductor chip manufacturer. So as you imagine, there's been a lot of Chinese nationals coming across our southern border, uh, a lot of Chinese spies. We had the Chinese spy balloon that wasn't shot down. And you have so many radical Islamists who are on the terror watch list, 179 that we know of in the last year. So imagine the ones who are coming undetected. So this is a recipe for disaster. And I, I think the Biden administration is complicit in this border invasion. So let, let's talk about the, the broader Biden foreign policy, because this really is sort of a foreign policy problem, the border. Everybody is treating it as just a domestic policy problem. It's both. I mean, it is it is a, a willingness to expose Americans to all sorts of risks. As you mentioned, I mean, the, I think everybody, when they think of the southern border, they're thinking about people who are crossing over from El Salvador and Guatemala and, and from Mexico. And nobody's thinking about the fact that a ton of people are pouring over the border from the Middle East now. People are coming from Africa. People are coming from China. Like, we don't know who any of these people are. And they're just being released into the interior. And those are the people who are getting accosted by Border Patrol and then claiming asylum. There's a bunch of people who are being rushed across that southern border by the Mexican drug cartels, who specifically are paying extra to have the Mexican drug cartels smuggle them across in places that are unoccupied by Border Patrol because they have criminal records, because we know who they are. You know, all, all the talk about how we're catching people on the terror watch list, that's not actually true. I mean, the, the, the terror watch list is is very vague in terms of the descriptions that are being used and, and what the names are that we're watching out for. We don't know that much about the people who are coming across, and we know nothing about the unknown unknowns who are coming across the border. Yep, and I think this is exactly right, but... You know, the ones who are coming across, you're seeing Hezbollah, the Houthis and Hamas, they're going to exploit our southern border. I mean, as an intelligence officer, you have to always think like the enemy. You would be an idiot right now not to exploit the southern border if you want to do harm to the United States. That's what China has decided. That's why they're sending the fentanyl that's ravaging so much of our of our suburban communities. But you're right. The, the, the border right now is a national security crisis. 
and our enemies are taking advantage of it. So if 150 countries coming across our southern border, I was just down in Yuma. Uh, it is unsustainable, Ben. And now you're seeing these cities like Chicago and New York, they actually have to uh, suffer the consequences of their own policies, right? They're, they're sanctuary cities, and you're seeing a revolt with them among their own constituents. So, you know, I applaud what Governor Abbott has been doing because I really think it showed, showed a lot of leadership when he was busing these uh, illegal immigrants, these cities, when so many people, even some conservatives, were opposing him on it. But, you know, I think in the long, in the long term, it's actually helped uh, build that idea that our border needs to be secured and protected. So you're starting to see a little bit of a shift right now in the Democrat policies because they know this is going to hurt them in an election. But I am very concerned from the national security perspective that, you know, what, is, what is, are we a country if we don't have a border? I mean, it's, it's unsustainable and people are going to exploit it. So we have to take measures. And I think I applaud Governor Abbott for what he's doing and pushing back against this lawless federal government. So let's also talk about foreign policy because the Biden foreign policy in the Middle East has been a complete disaster area. It's on fire over there. Uh, the, Joe Biden continues to show just extraordinary weakness to groups that, honestly, the United States should not be fearful of in any way. The fact that the Houthis are somehow able to hold up shipping in the Red Sea is totally insane. We have the world's most powerful military, literally in world history, and you have a bunch of ragtag pirates with some drones and some inflatables who are holding up shipping and doubling the container cost of shipping around the globe because of this, all because Joe Biden decided that he was going to try to make nice with Iran and its proxies, like the Houthis, we delisted as a terrorist organization, like first thing when he became president of the United States, only now they're talking about relisting it and all of the rest of this. What do you make of all of this? Well, as somebody who served in the Middle East with the United States Army, I'll tell you what, you know, the Houthis were firing missiles at us when I was over there. I was, I served under President Trump when he decided to list them as a terrorist organization. I also served under Biden when he decided to delist them. And they were still firing missiles at us, at the civilians, uh, and at, at uh, critical infrastructure. So you know, the Houthis, you're exactly right, Ben. You know, so suddenly everybody's talking about them. But the Houthis have existed in the 90s. They're a ragtag organization. They're essentially the Taliban of Yemen. We have to acknowledge that they are actually running the government of Yemen. We may not like it, but that's what they are. And who? how do they come to power? Well, in 2014, Iran decided they need to open up another front. So Iran has been funding them and that's why, you know, Saudi Arabia had an aerial campaign against the, the against the Houthis. The Biden administration pressured them to end it, Ben. So I'm looking around the Middle East as what are we doing? You know, here we are. We're appeasing Iran. We gave them six billion dollars on 9-11. We have we're alienating our allies like Saudi Arabia, like Israel. Uh, you know, as soon right when they're on the cusp of making a historic peace agreement. Now, I was there when when President Trump decided to uh, negotiate that Abraham Accords and Saudi Arabia talking to high level officials out there, they were wanting to make peace with Israel. That's why they allowed Israel's uh, El Al air, airspace to actually fly over Saudi airspace to go to the UAE. So you're seeing what's happening. It's a complete capitulation to Iran. We need to right now be standing with our ally Israel. You know, I keep telling folks October 6 was peaceful in the Palestinian territories and Israel. But what happened on October 7? You saw these radical savages, Hamas, invade Israel, murder 1,400 people. And suddenly you're seeing the left in our country. I think the Democrats are surprised to see how radicalized some of their own bases, where they have literally pro Hamas propaganda, and some even the halls of Congress with Ilhan Omar, Rashid Tlaib, Cori Bush. And this is a recipe for disaster, Ben. You know, the, what Israel's going through is something the United States can go through very quickly. And, you know, here I am. I'm the son of Syrian immigrants, Ben. I've been to Israel, I've been to Syria, I've been to Lebanon. I've been, although I'm actually banned from Lebanon because I've been to Israel. So 
you know, I know this region and, you know, to suggest that Israel needs to, you know, be hamstrung in this war is, is insane. And here we are where, who, who is the aggressors? Gaza was actually self-governed since 2005 with Prime Minister Ariel Sharon when he forcibly removed 8,000 Jewish settlers. So they allowed Palestinians to govern. And what happened? They elected a terrorist organization that has now wreaked havoc and has opened a new front for Israel. So I, I think Israel needs to go and do the job that we all know needs to be done. And I stand with Israel and I hope you know all members of Congress do, but unfortunately have this radical element that has really taken over some of these Democrats. Well, that's Abe Hamide. He's a candidate for Arizona's 8th Congressional District. Abe, how can people contribute to their campaign if they wish to do so? They can go to abe4az.com. Terrific. Head on over there. Abe, thanks so much for the time. Really appreciate the insight. Thank you, Ben. Alrighty, folks, we've reached the end of today's show. We'll be back here tomorrow with much more. I'm Ben Shapiro. This is The Ben Shapiro Show. We'll get to more on this in just one second. First, Pure Talk believes in American values and that free should mean, you know, like free. So when you switch to Pure Talk today, you'll get a free Samsung 5G smartphone. There's no four-line requirement, no activation fee, just a free Samsung that's built to last with a rugged screen, quick charging battery, and top-tier data security. Qualifying plans start at just 35 bucks a month for unlimited talk, text, 15 gigs of data, and a mobile hotspot. Pure Talk gives you phenomenal coverage on America's most dependable 5G network. It's the same coverage you know and love, but for half the price of the other guys. The average family saves almost $1,000 a year. So I challenge you to choose a company that actually doesn't hate your guts and shares your values. Let Pure Talk's expert U.S. customer service team help you make the switch today. Go to puretalk.com Shapiro to claim your eligibility for your free brand new Samsung 5G smartphone and start saving on wireless today. Again, go to puretalk.com Shapiro to switch to my cell phone company. I've been using them for years. They're fantastic. You'll love them as well. Go to puretalk.com Shapiro and claim your eligibility on that free brand new Samsung 5G smartphone. Start saving.